You've opened up your device, hit the play button, and found your way to the Vanika Lewis Show, the place where righteous meets ratchet and we keep it real. It's where we learn to do life better each and every day. So while I have your ears for this period of time, we're going to dig into today's episode. Faith friends, it has been a while since I've come to you. Listen, don't you judge me like that. Don't look at me like that. I know y'all life has been turned upside down with this COVID-19 pandemic and mine has too. Everything that I had planned, everything that I just expected to come drastically changed without notice or warning. And I know you understand because I'm not in this alone. The world has faced this. And so with that, I've been a little absent from you all, but I'm back today because there's something really, really, really important that I have to to talk to you and the topic is behind closed doors. Let's do this. So this past Saturday, I had the pleasure and privilege to sit with some of my sisters in ministry as we held a conversation with the topic Redefined Conversations, Mommy Strength. And it was with uh, Emory Williams, the Church of Antioch, uh, Lady Nakia Foster of the Rock Church, and Lady Jennifer Hammock of New Life Community Church. And as we had this awesome conversation and shameless plug, you can go back and find it on Facebook, um, a topic came up in regards to domestic violence and how with COVID-19 there has been an increase in cases, an increase in incidents, and it is because of the increased frustration, anxiety, anger, people uh, being laid off, fear of the unknown, and of course it is driving an increase in these instances that occur at home. And I want to talk to you today about behind closed doors, because as we all know, oftentimes many people, particularly women and children, suffer in silence. So you may see them out and about with smiles on their faces, or you may think that they look fine because they still have new clothes on or they're clean. And you see them constantly updating their statuses on social media, and you don't realize what they're actually going through behind closed doors at home. And oftentimes they're either afraid to speak up because of fear of retaliation. They don't know that people will believe them because their abuser has such a good reputation out in the public. Or here's the other thing that I really want to hone in on today. They feel that they deserve the abuse that they're receiving And I don't know if someone listening to this may be going through that very thing or maybe you know someone they haven't told you, but you've seen the signs and the symptoms and they're suffering in silence behind closed doors. Today, I want to bring some comfort and some encouragement, even share a couple of resources about why um, you don't deserve to encounter the abuse and how you can reach out for help if you need it. So I personally have never experienced uh, physical abuse, but people close to me have, and I've witnessed it. And um, it's something that I'll never forget. It's an anger that I'll never uh, forget experiencing because I saw what was happening to my loved one. And I would question, you know, why, why they stayed, why they endured the abuse, why they endured the pain, why they didn't have the courage to leave and why they weren't open with discussing what was really 
going on um, until it got too bad. And, you know, watching it, you see that the person being abused began to crumble, begin to crumble over time. Um, And it's heartbreaking. It is really heartbreaking to watch that and to witness it. But um, a few people that I've discussed, not all have talked about this topic with, have mentioned to me personally um, that they did something wrong to trigger the abuse when it happened that they failed to do something that was expected of them or um, they said something that they shouldn't have said and it triggered the abuse. And I want to let you know that it does not matter what you have done in your past, what you are currently doing, what you will do in your future. Nothing warrants you being beaten, being hurt, or your life being threatened. Nothing that you can do warrants that. And I'm not just saying that there is a biblical example of this very thing happening. And so I want to take you there for a moment for us to take a look at um, this example that we have when Jesus encountered one of these very uh, situations. And so um, this particular passage you can find in John chapter eight in its title, uh, Woman Caught in Adultery. I'm going to read very briefly from the New Life um, Translation. All right the NLT or the New Living Translation. And here it reads, Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning, he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon gathered and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. If you don't know what that means, y'all, she was sleeping and creeping on her husband, okay? They caught her in the act and then they took her dragged her put her in front of the crowd teacher they said to jesus this woman was caught in the act of adultery the law of moses says to stone her what do you say they were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him but jesus stopped he stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger they kept demanding an answer as he was writing so he stood up and said to them all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I go and sin no more. So check this out. I got to teach it where you can reach it. This lady, like I said, was sleeping and creeping on her husband, doing what she was doing, sinning. And she was caught in the act. They found her. They was like, you out of pocket, you little Tatiana. They snatched her up, dragged her, was like, oh, we about to put you on blast and let everybody know what you been up to. And they took her before the people. And because Jesus was there, the one who was coming and teaching love and grace and forgiveness and kindness and about the kingdom that was to come. They like, yo, this man think he know everything. Let's slip him up with this one, with this woman who has been sinning and who was caught in the act. She can't even lie about it. Let's take her before 
before him and see what he has to say. And they put her before him and they actually were preparing to stone her and they asked him what they should do, hoping that he would confirm what they were prepared to do. And in fact, Jesus tripped them up and he said, listen, I'm not about to argue with y'all. I ain't got time for this. I got bigger fish to fry, but check this out. Do what y'all gonna do, but let the first person who throws the stone be the person who does not sin. And literally it says from the oldest to the youngest, they begin to walk away. And I think that's funny. The oldest person left first. Yeah, because you've been on this earth for a while and you know how many sins you got in your back pocket. So you should be the first to walk away. Why, why, why am I bringing this up before you on today? Because that woman who was cheating on her spouse and caught in the act still receive grace and forgiveness from Christ. And I think that's so important as we talk about what happens behind closed doors here, because even if you did do something that was not right, it still does not warrant your life being threatened or you being abused. Okay. It still doesn't warrant that nobody deserves to be beaten physically to be minimized spiritually, to be reduced emotionally. Nobody deserves to be abused. No one. And so even if the thought crossed your mind that maybe you did something to deserve it, I'm here to tell you today that you are absolutely positively incorrect. Nothing that you could ever do warrants that. Listen, is right here in the word. Jesus came and he says, yea, though you sin, my grace is sufficient enough to cover your sins. It's why he died on the cross for us. He says, I know what has been done and I know what will come and nothing is greater than the love that I have for you. So I don't know if you're listening to this and maybe you're someone who is experiencing abuse and you think maybe you've done something to deserve to be where you are, but you have not. You have not. And I want to let you know that you're so worthy of much more you're so much more valuable than you have thought that you are sish you deserve better you deserve better maybe it's your children who are at the hands of the abuse they deserve better nothing that they can do no matter how much they get on your nerves should be cause enough for them to be at the hands of abuse so i don't know who is experiencing this behind closed doors but i want to encourage you today to speak up because you deserve more to speak up because there are people who are willing to help you speak up because there is a way out i know that that woman as she was being dragged before the crowds thought that her life was over and that there was no way to escape the situation but yet she had not met Jesus. She had not encountered him yet. And she did not know that he was going to be there to rescue her. And I want to let you know that he's here for you on today too. He's ready and willing to line up the angels and soldiers to route your escape route. All you have to do is speak up. And I'm going to share with you because maybe you don't feel comfortable talking to your friends or your family about this. Maybe um, you're worried 
about what will happen once you speak up. And so I just want to share a resource. There is a professional line that you can call people who deal with this all the time because you are not alone. And they know exactly how they can help you. They know exactly what advice and resources to give to you. And so the number that you can call is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. It is 1-800-799-7233. I'm going to repeat that again. It's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. 1-800-799-7233. Three. If you are in California, you can look up the California Partnership to End Domestic Violence. I'm sure there are resources available in other states as well. But get in your quiet space. Say you, you're making a run to the gas station or you need some new toilet tissue or paper towels for the house. And when you're at the store, dial that number. But reach out and get help because you do not deserve to suffer in silence. I don't know who this is for on today, but it was on my heart to share. And so I'm being obedient to the spirit. And I hope that these words have encouraged you. I hope that I have reminded you of your value and to let you know that you are so worthy. If it's okay, I just simply want to pray right here as well. Lord, I thank you for um, pressing upon my heart to speak on this sensitive but so very important topic on today. I pray that those who needed to hear this have tapped in and listen to this message. Uh, Maybe it was shared by a friend or a family member with them and they just needed to know that they are worthy, that they're valuable, and that your grace is still sufficient for them and that you will help them find a way of escape. You have not forgotten us, Lord God. You still love us and you've left your word behind as an example for every situation to know that you understand and that we are not alone. Lord, give us the wisdom that we need to guide these uncharted waters. Lord God, give us the patience that we need to pursue um, the escape routes and the plans that you have for us, Lord God, and surround us with people who are going to replace the abuse with love and encouragement and those who can begin to speak life back into these broken situations. We trust you, Lord God. We know that with you, there is no thing that is impossible. And we ask that you step in and have your way. Family life as we know it is not the same. That means that with this new shift, we have to do new things. And with that, I am trying to find new ways to connect with you. So if you are available, please check out my website, www.vanikalewis.com. Find me on social media at Vanika Lewis, or also check out the website for my church www.freshstart707.org where I will be providing you with updates about ways that we can connect as we experience this new normal. It may be over a live stream, it may be over Zoom, it may be over a phone call, but either way, I am going to make sure that we can stay connected. So do what you can, follow me, check that information out, and I hope to see you soon. Stay safe and take care of yourself, faith friends. It's time for us to continue doing life better.